What's up, everybody? Uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pod Media Exclusive uh, off the Luca Petta show. Uh, we're here to talk some music, some other stuff. We haven't really figured out our uh, title yet, but we're here to give you some thoughts on music, what's going on in pop culture, everything that's happening. Uh, I want to introduce uh, guys that are with me. Uh, Yogs. What up? Skeet. What's up? What's up? And uh, we're here to... You know, talk about some music, give you guys some insight on what's coming out, what's happened, uh, historical music, uh, some shit we fuck with, and yeah. uh, some shit we don't fuck with. Pod media music pod. <laughs> yeah. We're trying to figure out what we're going to do we'll with figure this. figure it out. Um, we're working on it. If you guys have tuned in the last episode that we dropped that we got a lot of great support for, we still haven't kind of figured out the direction of this totally, um, and we don't want to pigeonhole ourselves in just the music, so you guys want to hear other stuff from us, we're in. But uh, we've got some stuff to say about what's happened. Um, the decade just closed. Yeah. Uh, 2010, 2020. And uh, we've had some great music released already in 2020. And, uh, and it may be the best song of all time. Desires. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> you know what we got to do? We got to, because I know Lou's been bugging us about it. We got to like, if we're going to have this this pod, we got to come up with some stuff for the, the Luca Petter Show playlist. No, agreed. And if you guys know what we're talking about, um, most importantly, you're listening to Pod Media, and uh, this is the brainchild of Luca Petta, and it's the Luca Petta show. Um, shameless plug with Jeff Fenner. I happen to be on there. Um, you guys have heard that. I'm sure you've definitely heard um, our political show, Drinking Liberally, uh, with Kevin Wilson. Um, this is the next iteration of it, and uh, something we're trying to hold that standard to. It's a tough standard. Lou has put together an incredible podcast that's gone on for a couple of years. And uh, it's got some great interviews. If you guys missed the last couple, jump in right now because um, we've actually killed it the last few. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're here to bring a little bit of a different look with some different voices. And, and you know, guys, what do you think? No, we're mainly we're here to talk music. I know we'll talk some other stuff too, but that's our life. Yeah, give them some background where this came from. This came from we were in the bar and you know, a hundred times. Yeah, times we'll always bring up a, a subject. Group chats yeah, that go on for hours. Blow up. We'll talk either rap or rip pop, R and B, any kind of music. We'll talk. We'll get into debates about it. We'll talk about what's going on and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I think I think we all have like a a, a varying like taste of music as well. So, uh, so, it's so yeah, it's a good. We're good very group. diverse. In this, uh, we are. We are. The city, white guy, <laughs> a Caribbean, African American, and an Indian guy. So. <laughs> so fuck what I say, and these two guys got a lot to say. Um, but it's funny, man. We get in a lot of great arguments about great music that's happened, what's coming, and uh, you know, we want to bring that to you guys because we were literally in a bar one day going. <laughs> Man, somebody want to listen to this fucking crazy shit. You're You're now taking the mantle of being Luca Pella and talking shit about me. No, I love I love Jeff because he he he's very passionate about music, and I've I've claimed this several times. I am somewhat closed minded when it comes to my music, and yeah, but like, but like. Jeff like exposed me to some stuff that normally I would just be like, I don't have time for that. I miss my calling. I haven't talked about this before. Um, 
one of the historical things in my life that my dad and mom will talk about is going back to when I was a baby, when I got a little older and they could play music for me, they could put out like a, a back in my day when I was younger, you had like records, right? You had like record covers. Yeah, yeah. And I could actually say the name of the record if they put it up in front of me. Like nice. I, I've had a taste for music forever. And I feel like I've got a really good taste for, I didn't get into music, but I feel like I got a good taste for what, what's good and what's bad. And I will fight to the death for what I feel is that. Um, and, you know, we've got a good group here that we all have different backgrounds and experiences, how music relates to us. Um, and that's a good thing to start with. Like, I'll start with me. For me, introspective music always hits a little harder. Um, if you've listened to the Luca Petta show, you'll get the hammers on me about Joe Budden and all that stuff. And uh, <laughs> whether it be rock, hip hop, country, um, you know, when I pitched in baseball in high school and college, um, it was always kind of calming music. And it was always introspective for me. Like if that kind of music always hit me better. And that's what I've always fought for. Um, and, you know, make fun of me what you will, but that's what always hit me. Like kind of the, the songs like that. Uh, Dennis, Dennis, what hit you? What's, what's your kind of deal? So I, I have a crazy journey. Cause like you, you talk about, you know, growing up and your parents and the records and everything. Like I remember uh, making tapes for my mom. So like I would like on her direction, it wasn't like me trying to be all like, you know, the perfect son or anything like that. But I would literally like, I would, we watch like MTV or whatever. And I would like tape and record the videos and like record the songs for her and then like give her the tape, whatever. So she could like listen to it or whatever. But um, the thing is like, once I got into hip hop, once, you know, like Slick Rick, um, L Cool J, like once I, I started getting to like, you know, that, that like late eighties hip hop, uh, that was it for me. Like I was, full in my, I had two older brothers that were like into like R&B uh and I was like nah, I don't have time for that I was like hip-hop all the way and then now I'm I'm starting to like get into like some of the soca music and the afro beats and stuff but um and like I'll listen to anything I'll listen to like rock and like there's some other stuff too so what hits you young like so for me like I remember being at a Bob Seger concert um one of my first concerts I went to when I was realizing what was happening was uh Led Zeppelin uh-huh um, page and plant I did with my dad. Um, so a lot of that stuff, uh, Bon Jovi, like it was it's big in my life. It's not what I listen to now, Yeah, but that definitely had a start on me listening to music. Right. And I still respect Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin. Like those are classic shit. Got like, it. Was it a little different for you. For me, it really comes down to before Wu Tang and after Wu Tang, that's really what it comes down to. Like I listened Wu-Tang to like hip hop, and then when Enter the Wu Tang, Thirty Six Chambers came out, that was it for me. Like I remember actually, my one of my craziest memories is I remember sitting in my room listening to Thirty Six Chambers, and my mom walked in. I was talking to one of my brothers. My mom walked in, and I kind of wasn't paying attention to what was going on. And then the skit came on with Method Man and Red Man. I'm sorry, Method Man and um, Raekwon yeah. talking about like, I'll, I'll bash your balls with a spike bat <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. And they're just like, and my mom's like, eyes just like, and I was like, oh shit. And I wouldn't like stop the tape like as fast as I could. But like, 
to me, it's 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 it, it all begins and ends with Uta. It's the same for me. And before we get to Yag, it's like the first thing I remember. You know, I remember the Diddy Puff Daddy tape and mowing the lawn to that and like really getting something. The first thing I remember is the Slim Shady LP. Mm. I was in eighth grade. I got that as a tape. Like I literally put it in my tape player and I have my friends in my room. And that's actually going to kind of segue into what we're going to talk about in a little bit with Eminem. But like my parents couldn't know I had that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were listening to that shit like, what the fuck? Because yeah. there was nothing. Like we had no way out. Um, mm-hmm. We had reasonable doubt at that point. But it wasn't big in Michigan by any means. This one was huge. Like M from Michigan with that kind of content, oh, kind of rapping. Like we had never seen that there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because you're not being from here. What was your kind of introduction to hip hop? Well, well, I'll go before that. My thing was when I was in, you know, grade school, kind of middle school kind of thing, I got into like hard rock. Like that was big at the time. Guns what and was Roses. The big thing? Guns and Roses, yeah, Motley Crue, Aerosmith, mm-hmm. um, you know, all music. those bands. And then Amazing I, music, by the way. Yeah, no, great music. And then, you know, at the, and it's funny because at that time, Bon Jovi was considered like a pop band. Like, you know, and it was like, oh, they're like soft, but like yeah. Guns and Roses. And you're in Jersey, so yeah. Bon Jovi's a big deal. It is, but when we were in school, it was like everyone was kind of like, you know how the harder core always thinks they're the real music? So, you know, the Bon Jovi fans are considered like girl, girls love them and this and that. The Guns and Roses were considered like better, but then the guys that like like heavy metal like Megadeth and Metallica were yeah, like you're yeah. a pussy if you like Motley Crue Guns N' Roses <laughs> yep. and all that shit so was it was corn creeping in there or is that a little early who corn corn's a little later that's in okay. the 2000s I'm talking like late 80s like you know type shit and then when I got to high school and stuff I started getting into like alt rock like Nirvana became huge Smashing Pumpkins Pearl Jam all that shit so that's all I really listened to One of I the didn't really decades of music ever. I didn't really care about hip hop until I heard like two songs until you know Biggie started, Dr. Dre came out with The Chronic and all that, and I liked that stuff, but I still wasn't a hip-hop fan. I just liked Dre and Snoop. I was like, those guys are amazing. But I still listened to all my, like, alt-rock shit and all that stuff. And then one day I randomly heard uh, Mob Deep's Shook Ones Part 2, and I was like, this song is amazing. And I was like, but this is, like, hardcore rap. I was like, I didn't know hardcore rap was like this. I was like, oh, whatever. But I was, like, still kind of dicey. And then I just, like, when Biggie went... You know, Biggie's album came out. I started getting more into it, and then I just started liking like the Biggie, uh, Method Man. I like Snoop Dogg. I like those kind of guys. And it wasn't until my freshman year at Rutgers that you know I had a roommate. His name is Jason. Shout out to him. So uh, he would play. I remember the first time I walked up the stairs and we're in the room. He had Red Man blasting, oh. and I'd like never really heard Red Man before. I was like, "Who's this?" He's like, and then from there on, like that freshman year of high school is when I started listening to everything. Then I got into Gangstar, got into DJ Premier. I started listening to every song DJ Premier produced, and that's kind of how my hip hop shit started. And then I got into Wu Tang and all that, and then that from there point on, I've just been into. But I still keep my roots like you do, Jeff. Like you still like you know you listen to anything you listen I will do the same I still listen to my rock music I like more pop music now as an adult than I used to in the past so you know it's all like, well, I think that's important because songs that bring you into hip hop are the biggest right yeah. um, <clears throat> we're gonna get into Eminem in a little bit because you know he just performed last night at the Oscars um, which was a major performance uh, you can't downplay this. He wasn't there to accept the award when he won it for um, 
you know, he did the thing for eight mile and he was there last night. And, uh, what brought you into this, I think is the most important. And talking to that, like we talk about Jay Z a lot here, you know, reasonable doubt can't knock the hustle for me was the song that I maybe didn't hear first. Mm-hmm. It was my first hip hop song I ever heard. Um, you know, you can go back to run DMC. Definitely heard that way before. Yeah. Um, KRS one, you know, there's a lot of stuff that I heard and I was still in the rock music. I was Aerosmith guy, big time with Led Zeppelin, uh, Pink Floyd, Roger Waters. And I didn't really give a fuck about it. I was like, ah, my dad was the guy that was like, ah, rap is crap. And like, I had to get through that. That's how it was back then. And the biggest thing ever was for me was reasonable doubt. That one, I was about 17 years old. That album changed it for me. I was like, Dad, you're wrong. Like, <laughs> no, we we done fucked up. Um, this is incredible. But as you'll say, I believe like that came out in 96. 98, 99 is when I actually realized that album. Yeah, yeah. Because I actually credit DMX a lot with this. When he came out with his two albums that came out in 99, he opened the world to see everything else that came before. And I'm not talking about 20 years before. I'm talking about two years before. All of a sudden, like, people started revisiting Reasonable Doubt. They started being like, oh, shit, we got something here. Um, And then amazing music started becoming made. And the number one thing is this. Like, this is popular music now. This is not hip-hop. It's not rap. This is pop music. It's the most important genre. Um, We're all in a group text. And I shot these guys a picture earlier of Jay with Swiss Beats sitting in the studio and said, oh, fuck. (laughs) And we're talking about Jay-Z, you know, 96 first album. If he comes out with something in 2020, what are we, 24 24. years after? And we're hype, right? I can't even. If, If Hove's coming this year. He's not. He's not going to be garbage. I want to backtrack <laughs> something real quick. I forgot about the Beastie Boys who deserve shine because oh, yeah. when they came oh, out, was, like, like no, I just forgot about it. And yeah. the, the things I was talking about, I just want to get that in there too because that when you mentioned Run DMC, it kind of clicked to me too yeah. because Beastie Boys came out and that was a great hybrid to a lot of suburban kids to like, oh, yep. you know, these guys are rapping, which is like it kind of made it like, oh, they were and so then, important because Corn, Limp Biscuit. Um, there was a lot of these groups that came out that were that changed the entire scope of music. Yeah, um, I remember when I was in high school, Corn came out. Everybody was in the Jinko jeans, uh, headbanging. Everybody was going nuts. Three Eleven, um, kind of post dating Pearl Jam was a little late, um, but that was a big thing, right? And the funny thing is, Limp Bizkit gets a lot of shit, but whether it's the Eminem beef or but they. They brought Method Man into that, right? And they got them, they got them kids looking at fucking Wu Tang a little bit because yep. Meth murdered that assault vehicle record, right? Yeah. And you know, no one gives the credit to Corn and Limp Biscuit for actually bringing some some of these kids into hip hop. Yeah. Because they were, you know, he want Fred Durst was really down with that shit, and you you listen to Urban Assault Vehicle with method man that shit was nuts and it brought people to watching um method man and red man do their movie 
and it just kind of bridged that gap really nicely. And then Fred Durst got shit on. Um, but it's an incredible thing if you look at it. If if hip hop had a thirty for thirty, Limp Biscuit would be the thirty for thirty, because whether it's the Eminem disses the things with Christina Aguilera or Britney Spears or the bridge to hip hop. Yeah. Fred Durst was actually that bridge and he didn't weather well granted, but listen, they fucking murdered that <laughs> urban assault vehicle thing. It was dope. Yeah. But that's and, like two thousands and stuff. I just want to, the other thing though, going back, I think the guy that really deserves the biggest credit in the history of hip hop, in my opinion is Dr. Dre because when the chronic came out, remember? Are you really rap, going out on a limb here? No, but I'll say why. No, not because it was producing <laughs> and it's all that. This, wow. No, I'm gonna give the. Let me give the take, bro. I'm just jumping in. There's a take here, bro. Listen to it. Okay. The take is this: before that, rappers were rapping. There's a lot of New York City rap. You had guys rock him, KRS-One, people like rappers, rappers, right? Yep. When's the first time we heard people saying the word like bitch? Gangster rap, like N word, like e, it came from Easy E in NWA. No, it is him. It's NWA and it's Dr. Dre. Like before that, you're missing a, a whole. You're missing Ice Cube. You're missing no, but the, but that's NWA. No, no, you're that's missing NWA. That's the part of NWA. NWA yeah. would create a gangster rap, but I'm no. talking mainstream, right? And NWA was still a fringy like rap group, right? When the Chronic came out, the Chronic the blew up. Yeah. Remember, the Huge. Chronic is mainstream now. Yeah. Dre is the most incredible rapper of all time. He doesn't get credit for that. I mean, no, Ice Cube, no, no, yeah, no, not, yeah, yeah, um, Easy E, like he he rode off that wave. No, Doctor Dre no, and the Chronic. No, listen, wait, he, wait, wait, wait. But hold on, Doctor Dre and the Chronic get credit for making what inappropriate rap to be accepted by the public. Full on. Yeah, what I'm saying is though, mainstream. he he rode off that wave a little bit, and he took it and went ballistic with it, no doubt. Like he changed music. Like that guy picking Snoop Dogg and Eminem to yeah. be the guys he wants to work with yeah. is forever changed hip hop. But let's just be very clear that we got to look back at Ice Cube. We got to look. No, back. I'm talking mainstream. Like you were I'm talking about. Saying. You were talking about Fred Durst and how he changed. No, I'm you're talking right. like mainstream. I'm not obviously. You let's go just back. Not, let's not. Yeah. Just, let's, let's not skip no, over. Easy, easy, easy. The Godfather of right. gangster rap. Let's not skip I mean, over easy. Well, and and let's Ice definitely Cube. not skip over easy. Well. So I, the I disagree a little bit on here. Like, I mean, both of what you're saying is true, but like Ice, Ice Cube wrote like almost all that shit. All of it. Don't skip over him. Yeah. That I'm mean, just saying is, like Easy E, Easy E was, Easy E was a, Easy E was, was a vessel. Go in. He was a vessel. Go in. He had, he had, he had like the, the he, swag. He had he like the, the legit, Easy E did not write. Some he did. Now is he granted for it? Hundred percent. Ice Cube and um, who's more influential <sighs> to new hip hop, him or Snoop? Snoop, right? Snoop because he was mainstream. He was mainstream. First Easy E. Yeah. Easy E. Look, he still had the song. I'm missing his name. I'm sorry. Not D, not Yella, but um, who's the other? Uh, Ren, Ren, MC Ren, 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 MC yeah. Ren. Ice Cube and Ren wrote those rhymes. Dre did not write those rhymes. Easy E did not write those. Ice rhymes. Ice Cube wrote those. <laughs> Ice Cube, those guys wrote the rhymes. Easy E, look, I'm not dissing Easy E at all. Like Easy E is great, but he was he was more of like he had like the he was the front man. Like right. he was like the hood. Like I mean, like, like Ice Cube like had a degree. Like yeah. like Ice Cube and wasn't like the way, on the street banging. But, but if you think of the new hip hop you love, there's not front mans like Easy E. 
you're out of your fucking mind. But, but like, this, this one, has started happening in the '80s, and it's continued now. Yeah. But there's one thing you there's guys, a lot of one, these guys one thing you guys are, are like missing yeah, though in yeah, this is that front game. we're talking about like guys that are influential in the rap world and were big rappers, Ice Cube, Easy, all that, no doubt. But they were getting played on MTV raps. Right. They were getting played on at rap stations. Yeah. Nothing but a G thing was on everywhere. Was the number one video yeah. of the year that year? I'm telling you right now, when yeah. Snoop Dogg when is the Dr- biggest and Snoop rapper, made rap mainstream. When, when like, Chronic that's the came line. out. That is look, cause look, I had I had a lot of like white friends, and yeah, they listened to they listened to Beastie Boys, they listened to um, all kinds of different stuff, you know, uh, Run DMC, and and you know some other hip yeah. hop groups. But when when the Chronic came out, I had like suburban white kids I had, like, now random, listening to like, rap, yep. people that I wasn't even friends with, like coming up and yep. ask, asking me questions about hip hop, hundred percent. Like it was yeah. just it was just insane. It, like and it's the most over. popular genre. It's pop music now. Yeah, and that's I think that started. No mistake. And I agree, hundred percent. We can yeah. argue about this all day, but Doggy Style is probably the best hip hop album ever made. Yeah, and, we disagree, but you know it it's came, influential though, no doubt. It came, Hugely influential. It came off of that. But sound. I think I think yeah. you're right though. And about- the biggest thing is like, you know, Dre took it to a whole nother level, and we got the beats by Dre, and we got all this other shit. And if you go back and look at it, like Dr. Dre is the father of hip hop. And you can't, you can't touch it. Like whether it goes from Tupac, whether it goes from him deciding that Eminem was the guy, whether it goes from him grabbing Snoop and doing all the shit they did with them and fighting all the shit. Working with 50 Cent. Oh my God. It goes on and on. He's a godfather of hip hop. Yeah. And he's incredible. And even right now, you know, we're going to get into a minute, the Eminem shit. Um, You look back at this new Eminem album and all the... shit produced by Dre. You're like, holy fuck. Like this guy just has the sound for music that he has, the sound for being perfect. And it's why we're never getting chronic too. He just never felt it was the right thing. And he's just a perfectionist. Um, So that's kind of where we we all come from in hip hop. Yeah. Um, Well, let's let's transition to our next thing. We're all in the kind of the same age range. Yeah. Uh, We came up, among the same shit. We all probably believe Hove is the goat, um, but we know there's some others. And uh, we want to talk a little bit about what's coming out recently. Yeah, so that's the next segment we got. So this is something we're going to try to bring to you like every week. Uh, it's just going to be all of us talking about things we heard in the last week. New music that's come out. It could be a new song, a new album. Be. Yeah, or just recently. Well, since, we have been, since this is like kind of like a pilot uh, series we're doing, just and it could be in in since January if you want if you want to go back that far. But things that you're listening to right now, like we'll start. We'll, you want to go first, Jeff? We'll start with you. What are you listening to right now? What's in your rotation? <laughs> um, I haven't been able to stop listening to the Eminem album. Um, you know, a lot of stuff has come out. A lot of stuff I care about. Uh, a lot of stuff I was looking forward to. Um, Drake and Future Drop maybe the greatest record mm. I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> Um, I've never thought something would be better than uh, the Kanye yeah. and uh, um, Pusha T record, Runaway. I really thought that was my biggest misogynistic. What's wild is Drake hasn't actually released that song either. It's like yeah, on SoundCloud. You know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, no, but it's, it's wild though. Like what he's doing is really weird. I really thought Runaway was my number one personal like 
all the bad relationships that I've been in that have failed, all the shit I've been like, that was the one. And desires? <laughs> oh. yeah. I had to stop that thing 40 times. I was like... You guys got to stop what? doubting Drake on first listen, by the way. Yeah. You guys should know at this point, Drake's a five or six listen guy. You got you hit on first oh, listen. Right, because you kept coming back. Like, so I'll give Yogg's a lot of credit. Yeah, no. All he the hit credit. in the group chat. He was like, desires. And I was like, what the fuck you're talking about? I, I was said, like, don't know what you're talking about. No, no. I said, not feeling it yet. You listened to it. So I listened I to it. it. Oh. But I was like, he was like, because no, he called me out. He's like, yo, why haven't you made a comment on desires yet? And I was like, I'm not really feeling it right now so and i went then, through one yeah. basic listen yeah and i was like okay that's what he does and at the same time i was still on m's uh music to be murdered by and just because darkness is like i never thought i would heard or hear a record that was better than stan i just didn't for my hip-hop love yeah i thought stan was the best storytelling record i've ever heard i just thought it was complete it was perfect the beat was great what they did was perfect the storytelling and then darkness hit me and i was like holy shit and there was other records on there with royce the five nine and i was like wow this is an incredible record and then i went back to listen to desires again and all the bullshit i've done with women in my life and i was like holy fuck <laughs> this might be better than runaway and uh this is where i want to take the conversation to because I do know for a fact that Dennis, me and you hold the runaway to a level that maybe most people we don't know hold it to. Um, Yogs, I know you like it, but I do think that- I love it. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. I do think me and you hold the runaway to like a perfect hip hop record it's, level. It's all the way up there. No, it's yeah. perfect. It's his best song ever. It was my no ringtone for like two years. Yeah. No. And I thought that Desires was- Right there. I was like, what's wild was desires been out like a week and you've already put it up there. That's amazing. I no, respect it's that. It's just a misogynistic perfect record. It's so good. It's fucking assholey. It's, oh my God, it's perfect. Why has he not released it though? I'm kind of, sh I'm I don't know. know. It's, it's officially out on iTunes. It's out on iTunes now? 100%. Really? Oh shit. I got to, I got to so download it got immediately. on um, SoundCloud. Yeah. They have then released it as the super edition, which has the third verse of Drake. <laughs> just, fucking murdering this um it's fucking perfect i don't even know i don't even know what to do so safe to say that's your number one song of the week like if you had to put the like year. New, new fire you don't think this is a year that's why you don't I'm think actually, this is gonna be a better song i'm actually pretty sure this is the 2020 record of the year <laughs> already oh just come out. no no no. i don't think it's getting touched it's perfect it's a it is a great song record. i love it it's so good it's it's an amazing song i liked i, I was first listen i was like this song's good but i really need to know what's going on here and then the more you dig into it it's like uh, but all right, I'll go next. Um, of course, Desires. I think it's one of the best songs to come out in fucking forever. It's I'm just glad touched. it's on iTunes. My only beef with it was why is it not on iTunes? Like, why is it not oh, out there. here? Yeah. And uh, all right, I'm glad that's there because that's going to like rush the charts. I've never heard um, a record better than Runaway. Yeah. And that's it. But albums, um, my album rotation right now, yeah, I'm listening to Eminem still. Obviously, that album's going to be probably. Well, can we get into albums. that? We can in a minute. Well, we got we got to go through all our, our list. Hold on. Okay. Uh, songs wise, obviously, desires. We just talked about it. I'm telling you, I really like this Meek Mill Justin Timberlake song. It's pretty good. It's got like uh, I mean, <laughs> Justin come back with the hook. Mm -hmm. yeah. You don't like it? Nope. All right, thumbs down from you. It. Have you listened to it? I'm not going to. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. okay. I I don't like this look. Um. 
I don't like what's going on with Meek and and Nikki. I think that whole thing's bullshit. And it's been a long run of like back and forth and it's really petty. And what I really hate about this is like I love Justin Timberlake. And I think that, you know, he made the white boy hit him up. He did. Like uh Cry Me a River is one of the best songs ever made. Incredible. Uh his next album with Timberland was fantastic. And then he went and did Man in the Man in the Woods. That shit was nasty. It was so terrible. And I really didn't want his comeback to be with the hottest hip hop guy, and he did it. I don't give any credence to this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to listen. Well, to it's it. a hook. It's a, it's not no, a Justin Timberlake song. But, but I don't care. I hate that Meek did this. I think it's below him. Why? I hate that Justin did this. What's why is it below Meek? He made a record with a with a pop star. Who cares? A pop star that needed Meek more than Meek needed Justin. They both needed each other. No, he, he actually Meek did not need Justin. Yes, he does. Well, he doesn't need him, but why, not, a, why not collaborate with a guy? Justin's a legend, though. But Justin's Justin a made, legend. Justin made horseshit music. So he made horseshit music, so now Meek can't work with him? And again, you're making me <laughs> hate you're making, no, you haven't, you're, All right, we're, we're past that because you haven't heard the song. No, hold on, hold on. New, hold on, new hold on, rule. Hold on, if you on, haven't no, heard a song, you can't diss well, it. Well, hold on. That's a new rule on the me, podcast. Let me say something that matters. <laughs> if you haven't heard a song, you can't diss it. That's a new rule the on the podcast. The most important concert I ever went to in my life was Jay-Z with Justin Timberlake in Yankee Stadium. And I watched Justin Timberlake play the guitar and the drums and music for Jay's music like I've never seen before. I couldn't believe he had the, like, scope of just ability to do all of this. I mean, he played all of that shit, guys. Like, guitar, drums. Um, He's perfect. No one hates... I have no idea what... Yeah, but I have no idea what this means, though. I have no idea your point. Because I think you love Justin too much to hear the song. Is what you're saying. I think he grabbed Meek Mill as a person. We don't even know how this song came about. What do you know how the song came about? Can I tell you my theory? Yeah, but it's a theory, though. How do you know the song came out? You were there? How do you know? Were you there? I don't care how the song came about. The song is fucking good. The song <laughs> could have been them sitting together in an aisle in a theater somewhere be like, hey, you want to make a song? Dad, Let's can do I it. ask you a question? Shoot, shoot. If Justin cheated on his girl, uh-huh. made a terrible record, The Man in the Woods, which we all know is not good because we've never spoken about it, so it's fucking terrible. And then he decided to make his comeback by grabbing onto the hottest hip hop artist, like he's done in the past. I don't think it's his comeback. He made a song before this. All right, fine. He's he's made a couple of songs just, before no, this. He can just defend Justin Timberlake. But I don't care about Timberlake. The song is fire. Look, I care more this about. This could have Nick, any R and B singer on it. Nick I could Mill care less. Need Justin Timberlake for this? No. Who cares? The song is hot, and yeah. it's an already like in the top of the charts. But let's move on. We don't need to. That theory was Y'all wild. Though. I answer? love that. Nah, I, I'm, I'm, I want to let, I want Yogs keep going, but I, I, I I'm, want I'm, I'm with Yogs on this. Like, I, I just don't care. Yeah, I don't care. I, you're wild for caring about that. I just don't, I just don't care. I'm, I mean, the song maybe this, whatever. I just, I don't what care this, what, what what's going is, on between them. I just don't care. Let me care. ask you a hypothetical. Justin does Man in the Woods. Not greatly. Who res- cares about Man in the Woods? It's like two years old. Can I ask you a question? Ask the question. All right. Not greatly responded to. And then he decides that the same way he did back in the day, that to get back that core audience he needs, he jumps out with Meek Mill. 
Is that okay with you guys? Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Who gives a shit? The music's shit? good. I just the don't care. The music's good. Who gives a fuck? I really don't care, man. But but and, look, and he's taking a risk. Let me answer. You and I agree on this. No one's if, taking if a he, risk if, there. If the song is trash, he's gonna look like Nate garbage. Mill and Justin Timberlake. No risk. That's what? a that's Wait, a no, top the ten cor- hit. Whether they just sit there and go. <laughs> no, not at all. Because the, the what course. Are you talking about the course is fire. I mean, the course well, is crazy. Fucking Timberlake. Exactly. He's never fucking. All right, the course ever. this is the wheel going around that I have no clue. Yeah, you got to, you got to keep let's, going. All right, let's go, go on. Go. Actually, you you have hot takes. I'm going to give you another one then. Let's talk about another guy you like. That's <laughs> hot takes. You want to talk about shitting on shit? <laughs> Justin Bieber now has two songs out, and you know we and you love Bieber, right? Bring this up. What, tell me about Intentions featuring Quavo. I like Bieber. Um, no, you love Bieber. We all love Bieber. No, Bieber's I'm amazing. I'm a fan of Bieber. I just know that he, I can never forgive the fact that he uh, rhymed the N-word in chorus. And when did he do that? What? Well, I'm not. I'm blanking. When did you he do should, that? You should get rid of this whole segment. Yes, he did. When? Sing it. You want me to sing it? <laughs> <laughs> all right, next segment. No, what song? No, what, song? what song? Tell us a song. No, seriously. What song? Seriously. I have you no guys, idea what the fuck you're talking Timberlake about. Justin Timberlake rhymed the N-word in chorus. Justin Timberlake or Bieber? Bieber. And then apologized for it recently. I never saw so that. I don't see that. I don't see and that honestly, thing. I don't care do about I that either. Do I like Bieber? I do. Do I like the shit he's done in the past? Great. But no, that's helpful against him. But let's be honest. No, the song isn't that good. That's why. It's okay. No. He's he's if this no, no, song no. was what's held against him is the fact that he rhymed the N word. Damn, you have way too many restrictions on listening Look, to music, I, bro. I, 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 that's a restriction. I just will yeah, say, like, I song. I am I am one to hold grudges against artists, and and yeah. maybe we'll get to one that I do, but uh, but yeah, these these particular things, I I yeah, I don't, I don't think I care. This doesn't matter. You don't matter. care if he rapped the N word in chorus. Well, the, the, do you want me to play it for you? Maybe, but it's a, but is is Baber just a racist? Push. Just push the, stop the button. The what? Oh, we can't have music on here? No, do you want to hear it? No, I don't want to hear it. I want to know the name, name me the song. I'll remember it if you just name it. Okay. So there's a video of Justin Bieber when he was 14. Oh, my God. Who cares? Stop, 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 it, stop, stop, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. We don't need to hear this. We, we don't need to hear this. Yeah, stop. Stop it. Kid is 14. Four, it's not a, I one thought you last were, lonely. I thought one last lonely. One last lonely. It's yeah, is it fucked bad? Up. But he's a fourteen-year-old kid. And on top of that, I thought you meant he released a song. Yeah, I thought this was. I like thought this was like an official shit. song that came out. You're talking you about him just. He is. That's like he's forty. No, he's not. I I get that it. Was like five years ago. No, it wasn't. He's twenty-four now, right, or something? Twenty-three. Are you okay with him? One last lonely. I'm not I'm okay with lonely. it. I don't care but what any fourteen-year-old does. Fourteen. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I, and I, would, I that, would not say I it would. It just ne- gives me pause. No, but if I, he's no, been pa- at fourteen years old, at fourteen years old, you know the other thing I wasn't doing ever saying the end. That's fine, but here's the thing: has he? Uh, he's singing the song, right? I don't think he's being racist about it. If it's coming from a place of like racial, like, like what do you call it? Guys, he, he, like he could have been, he could have been fully on being he racist. Yeah. He could have been fully on being racist. He harmonized it. He was, he was fourteen years old. I am not harmonizing the I'm N-word. not canceling him. Yeah, for I'm not. He, you're a cancel culture guy. Old, then get out of here. Ten years ago exactly, or eight years yeah. ago. Has, is, I'm not saying I'm running out and buying his music. I'm just saying like I'm not just. I don't really like, want to talk But about you're him. not a big Bieber fan. No. Either. Well, yeah. yeah, and that's probably another reason look, why I don't listen, really care. If you want to cancel Bieber for life because something he did at 14, be, that's all you. That's fine. But that, that was five I, years I, ago. But yeah. 
I don't think, yeah, whatever. No, it wasn't. It was like eight years ago, maybe okay. 10. He harmonized the word. You know for a yeah. fact he was 14 at a time. That was, yeah. He was 14. He harmonized the word, the N-word. Yeah. Harmonized it twice. Okay. But he was harmonizing it as a musical thing, not as a I hate black people thing, correct? <laughs> you can't harmonize as a musical thing or anything. You can't when you're a kid. First of all, how many times have you rhymed the N-word in like lyrics? 11 years ago. He's 25. Zero times in yeah, my life. 11 years ago. 25 years <laughs> 25 old. 25 Zero times. 11 years. Harmonize the word. All right. The so so can we agree? Five is, Zero. No, five, five is not 11, by the way, right? You just asked me a question. All right. Answer the question. How many times have I harmonized the N-word? No. Life? How many times have you rapped Zero. it in a lyric? Zero. You've never rapped in a lyric by yourself. I do not say that word. In, and by yourself, you've never rapped any word in any rap song. This is not even important. It, that doesn't even know. matter. Like he's the one that canceled Bieber he was 11 for fucking years ago. fourteen year old shit. I'm not saying you're. On, I'm, I'm, I get what you're saying. I, I get it. I respect it. But for me, he was 14 years old. It was 11 At years ago. At that same time, I had a girlfriend that was black. Well, can we also say five years in eleven years? A black pastor. And I promise you one thing: I wasn't harmonizing the fucking N word. <laughs> Yeah, but that's not you. Maybe you're more mature. Even we were all at a house party and fucking Jay Z or DMX song was on. One thing I was doing was rapping that fucking word. Yeah, I've been stopped out of but my. But guess life. what? Maybe you were more mature than Bieber at fourteen. Does that ever happen? Also, I'll tell you this: Maybe you're more educated. How about Bieber just, never went to college, high school? How about just maybe, not say the word? Or maybe Bieber doesn't anything. know the history of the N word at fourteen. Maybe he never went to school. Maybe Are he never understood that? that. I'm not. I'm giving him. He came from I'm an giving educated. White class middle family. No, he didn't. He never went to school. He was home educated at best. White class middle family. And he anyway, was 11. Let's not fight this. It was 11 years. I thought this was a good fight, though. I like it. I, I actually I, I'm just wild that you're canceling Bieber over a news story. I, I actually Bieber. thought, I thought you meant a song came out, right? Like, what was yeah, the one with Little Dickie? I, I thought you meant like. He harmonized the N word. I, I, thought, I thought you were talking about a Little Dickie type but thing. I don't fuck with people that do that. Like, period I, I of get my it. life. I get it. I get it. All right. Hey, no, good for you. Hey, you're done with Bieber then. That's wild. Yeah, but Bieber was in your uh, top R and B albums of the decade. By the way, that oh, he last was one. great. But that, that was great. He made a great album. Fin of top, but <laughs> this song's not it with Quavo. I don't like Thank it. God. Uh, that's it. You go next. What are you? What are you listening to? Albums right. wise, songs wise. So song wise, anything with Drake, I'm getting my hands on. Desires. Uh, Life is good. Is Life still is good. Rocks, right. Like, still, still, still bumping that. That's number one. Um, the other thing I'm going to do right now. Uh, Pop Smoke. Oh, I like this song. Just came out. He's got that that song with Quavo, um, "Shake the Room," and I'm, I've been just kind of listening to that album, and I'm starting to like starting to really feel it. So yeah, I haven't heard the whole album yet, but I had I did hear that song. That song yeah. is dope. Yeah. I like that song. So I'm 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 feeling that right now. He's got the a a boogie with the hoodie song too that I like. Yeah, that yeah. that one's nice too. Um, and then. What about albums? You got any albums you're rocking or not really full albums? So it's mostly songs. Right now, right now, again, like Pop Smoke is the one I'm kind of like going back to. I I, I listened to um, Funeral, Lil Wayne a couple times. Um, Thoughts on that? I like it, but I think I think I'm going to, I don't know when I'm going to go back to it again. Like it's, it's, it's kind of, I feel like it's kind of run its course. You got a couple of songs in there I like. But I'm not. I'm not a massive fan. Um, let's see. And then the only other thing I listen to, I try again. Again, I, this is kind of weird. I'm not really listening to it, but I, I, I gave that two chains album a shot. I almost did that too. I didn't quite get into and, it, but uh, I, I gave it like a. I gave it a cursory, like quick, like yeah. I'm gonna try, but I haven't gotten same it. Same here. Yet. I, I, 
I can't say I, I really, really digested the whole thing. I kind of went through, I, I, you know, listened to like part of the song, end up skipping, skip, skip, you know, listen to some tracks off of it. And um, I don't know, man, 2 chains. Mm. I'm not. The last album was. Just although not, not really some people that. loved "Rapper Go to the League." There was. No, I, I'm not. I'm not shit no, on two chains in general. But like this album, I just it's just hard for me to get into. Yeah, I, I gotta figure out. Plus, I'm not a big True fan. Yeah. Um. Maybe. But but we have one thing to talk about real quick though. That I gotta so, call you on. You haven't heard my song that I asked you to. We're talking about two chains records. No, the new two chains came out. No face, no yeah, case. Just, with the one with uh, true. You missed the Lil Wayne. Yeah, you thing, missed the Lil Wayne. We were talking about Lil Wayne. We talked about. We we're talking about what's in Dennis's yeah, rotation. Yeah, the right stuff now. I was listening to. What were we say about Lil Wayne? The Harden record. The huh? Ah, uh, the Harden records, nuts. I was just saying that I've I've listened to the album a couple times. I like it, but it, um, it's not something that I feel like I'm going to be like. Yeah, it doesn't have a lot of replay value. Yeah, it's got good songs on it. Yeah, but, it's got uh, some good songs. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm just. But you haven't heard my song though yet. But so so there's a guy, Jeff. You probably don't. Uh, this is something you probably don't know much about. But uh, no, I'm only saying because I don't know if you listen to the music. But uh, there's a big <laughs> there's a big British rapper named Jay Huss. I don't know if you've heard of him. This right here. Yes. I was gonna bring it up. I was gonna let you hold. I've I, I've listened to that. Oh no, listen. But you heard my songs. My two songs. So yes, there's I did. two songs on that album that new Jay Huss, Jay Huss is huge in England, right? I mean, he's like the top rapper, right? Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm asking you. I don't no, no, just, no, know if you heard it or not. I don't mean that like in a diss. I you, heard the diss. You're good. It's not a diss. It's something wrong. Like, if he didn't tell me about it, I wouldn't have heard this. Yeah, I'm not asking I'm that as a diss. I'm not fighting back. Okay, okay. Yeah, but you made a face. <laughs> <laughs> Which the listeners can't see, there's a face. I thought we were going to talk about two chains. That's all. No, no, no. We no, no, well, I mean, well, you I'll missed let, it. I'll you let were, you come back. Away. I'll let you come back to two chains. We talked about it. But like, I wasn't going to spend a lot of time with two chains. You guys are good. Cut. No, we can go back to Two Chains guy. You heard the album, the No Face, No Case. You don't absolutely have to go back. Go. Well, so I asked Dennis to hear this a couple of times now. Yeah. We have my song with uh, Burna Boy. Yep. Which is a huge hit. The song with Coffee, which I've probably heard seventeen million times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been waiting for uh, these are songs I asked Dennis to hear like last week, and I haven't heard about it. I'm curious. So. I'll be honest. I I listened to the Burner Boy song. I was like, "This is good," and then I listened to the Coffee song, and then I've been listening to that. I I it actually you it said like the Burner Boy, Boy song. song. I actually kind of forgot about the Burner Boy <laughs> song. I was like, "Oh shoot, there's a Burner Boy song on here too." I forgot about that. Nah, the Coffee. And it annoys me that this song is so short too. It's only yeah, like two and a half minutes yeah, or something. I'm like, yeah, damn yeah. it! But no, nah, man, this is this is good stuff. I, yeah. This is this is you're right. That's in my rotation. Yeah, check that record out. J Hus, the Big Conspiracy. That's what it's called. Uh yeah, the yeah. big conspiracy. Check it out, Jeff. You might like it. It's some foreign shit. But uh, all right. So that's what we're all listening. Do you want to go back and talk about the two chains? I we, no. I actually want to get back to Lil Wayne. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah good. Let's do that. Um, just quickly. Um, fantastic album. Really? Um, it's long. Yeah. And I yeah. think the biggest thing we've came back to for the people we care about that have made music lately is how long it is. I mean, we went going back to the Eminem album, yeah. which we're going to. If you cut ten. Not 10 by any means, but five songs off that big difference. Um, the Wayne album is incredible because it's back to there's no ceilings, Wayne. It's he raps well, and I agree. Um, if everybody's been watching Wayne as he's gone through the things, the addiction things he's gone through, the way he's not been rapping the same, yeah, this album's way different and. 
Um, if you've been off him for a while, I implore you to go listen to Harden. That fucking song is No Ceilings Wayne. It's the Carter Three. It's any of those things you've been looking to hear. Um, he is rapping like his ass off. And I think he does it on most of this album. I think the problem that happened here is Wayne really needs to grab Manny Fresh mm. and tell have somebody in his ear that says, here's your 12 yeah. songs off this. That's it. And I think 27 or whatever is on this. Too many. 24 tracks. Way too many. You're not going to, you're not going to grab it. Right? And the production is not great. If you ask me, like some songs, that's my like problem. The, the, I think some songs are okay there, but the production overall is a little weak, but Harden, Harden's good. Harden's, Harden's, he's rapping, rapping. No, he's, his rapping is actually, I never thought Wayne fell off rap wise, to be honest. I think he still has the fundamental. He had a prop. I mean, I, I think his beat selection, his music lately has been a little like yeah. shaky. You can, he draw, used to be great you can at that. draw a really good parallel to when he got on the shit. Um, yep. Unfortunately, and had the seizures and all that stuff. Um, what was the album he did before this that got. Uh, Carter F-O-H. Five? <laughs> no, FOH. Uh, it was the Free Wheezy album. Was it the Free Wheezy album? There was some incredible songs and no one talks about it. Um, I'm looking for a great Wayne album this year. I think what happened right here was something that we can build on. Because this is really good. I don't think he's coming out with anything after. I think this is his album, right? I think this is it. This is like his album. Well, that's disappointing. I'm not sure we're going to get I it. Man, you thought he was. this was like a warm-up for something? Yeah, I think he's still got one in him. Really? I do. Maybe later in, in the year? 2020? I think he's got something oh. coming. I mm. don't know. I th- well, I hope so. But no, I, I wish this, this wasn't, it. what was it, 24 records? Yeah. 24 tracks, yeah. yeah. If it was like 17, you 16, I think much better. If he just bottles that Harden shit up and puts it with Manny Fresh... The Harden is dope. Give me, give me eleven records of that. Well, that's something we could talk about on a future podcast too. Why these guys keep releasing albums with like 25, 30 songs and shit? I'm like, we could talk about it right now. <laughs> no, we gotta get it's it. Right Chris now. Brown said <laughs> no. It doesn't make sense though. You know, I don't Chris get Brown's it. coming again right now with like thirty four records. I mean, I don't know what. It's, it's a different. It's a different vibe. And he's though. perfect. R and B, whatever. Yeah. Rappers, R and B's different do vibe. It? No, it's the, because you can you can put out an R and B record and you can have singles off of that like for like eight months. Well, the biggest thing is putting out these records is because. It's how you beat the system. Because if you get the streams of all of these, it doesn't matter if it's it, 10 records, doesn't matter as much as 25. Because if you get streams on 25, you get paid for it. Like you, somebody bought 25 records. Um, we can talk about it another time. Yeah. That's how people yeah. are gaming the system now. Listen, there's a reason why Chris Brown yeah. has put out 174 perfect records in the last year. Yeah. Um, yeah it's a sense. shame because he's saturating himself a little bit. Like people are like. But, no. He's perfect. So yeah. He can do it. But he should. <laughs> uh, oh, I guess he's banned on the radio. He should have more singles, though, I would think. But I guess he's banned on the radio a lot. He's not banned. He's banned. How, when's the last. He, he's not banned if it's with somebody, I noticed. We don't <laughs> That's talk about like, if it's That's like If it's a true. song featuring Chris that, Brown and he's, or with him, you that hear that. Because when the Drake one was. That oh, yeah, was yeah. all over the radio. And him that was and Bieber? Yeah. But that's because of Drake. Is exactly. that Bieber? Yeah. But nah, the, you're right. You're a right. song with him alone? Yeah. That's I don't think I've heard one in a minute. That red song was. No, no right. he's got dope songs. You're I just right. think he's banned. I think he's still banned from the Rihanna shit. I'll yeah. be honest. I guess this but, isn't what we're going to talk about in this. Um, but R and B wise, Chris Brown is he's hammering it. Yeah. No, he's, he's killing, killing the feature game too. I mean, he's he's look, he's he's always going to be me, there. Chris Brown, The Weekend, Weekend's more my guy. But uh, Weekend's last album. Record. So like you bring up you bring up Chris Brown like legit talking about holding grudges like 
I still, I, I, there's a special place in my heart for Rihanna. And like, and again, I was telling you. She forgave him though, who cares? See, all of a sudden it's who cares? <laughs> See, I don't forgive him, fuck that. I don't forgive I him. I haven't seen my black friends forgive Bieber for harmonizing the N-word. Yeah. Well, here's the if thing. If you tell me it's okay, then all right, I'll listen well, to let that. Me, 14, let me, if you told me you were dropping M-bobs at 14, I wouldn't be like, fuck you, Jeff, I'm talking to you If anymore. you heard me harmonizing the N-word, you'd be like, Jeff, we gotta have a talk. If it was from fucking 14, when you're 14? Yeah. I've heard I, people do worse at 14. But dude, let me ask you a counterpoint. You Why said, are we fighting this round? I, no, no, I gave I, that up. I gave up. All, all I'm saying is, I gave up. All I'm saying is, Chris Brown, I still hold a grudge. And I told you, we had a discussion before. Aww. Like when his singles come out and, and like I'm listening to him, like the music is dope, but I'm not, I'm not yeah. listening to his whole album. By the way, I'm Rihanna, not, Wait, I'm Rihanna not forgave him, but he, the Karuchi didn't forgive him. This She's is why I'm going to go you. Rihanna did a record with him after. Yeah. So that's done. If Bieber does a song with Jay Z next week, I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll forgive him. Of course, <laughs> and you're gonna be banging that shit. Thing happened, is, though, though, if Rihanna forgave him, the Karuchi didn't forgive him. She's she accusing him again. Yeah, I understand. Well, he's not gonna get the benefit of the doubt there. Bieber was it Diaries? What was his record? Which one? The big one. No, the one that came out last time. No, 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 the biggest one. Diaries. When he was like, when he was a kid, when he was like six. I don't remember it's that one. Best album of all time. Um, I get it. I, I follow it. Um, all right, bigger talk. All right, let's go to... All right, this is how we're going to close out strong, right? So this week, Eminem's in the news. He just performed at the Grammys, which is a big look. He killed it at the Grammys. He has a new album out that's monster. He Eminem. has one of the best songs that's ever come out by him in recent years, Darkness. Mm, incredible. Um, he's incredible on fire track. right now. So we thought we would do a little thing here where we'd go through and rank our favorite Eminem albums. Yeah. And, and our I top wanna, five songs. I want to talk for a second. Um, what a surprise. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing, man. I'm just playing. Someone's got to be Lou on Yo. <laughs> I grew up in Detroit, Michigan. Um, big Eminem fan. And uh, so all this Slim Shady LP, everything that came out, I was there through that. And uh, this music mattered to me as much as anything's ever mattered to me. It's uh, I'm... Very on record with saying that Reasonable Doubt is my favorite hip-hop album of all time. And I do think that, um, more importantly, American Gangster is the best hip-hop album of all time. Mm. But not putting away anything that M has done, and it's incredible. And there is not a better... The better rapper than Eminem. Uh, and we found out this week, or this month, when this came out. Uh, Darkness hit, and the song is amazing. Did you know, did you know, like when you listen to that song, you're just like, oh, this is another track. Let me listen to it. Or did you know what it was about? So it's funny. Yogg's texted me and said, M dropped an album. And I immediately ran to the Slaughterhouse album because, as everybody knows, I'm a Joe Budden fan. I'm a fucking Slaughterhouse fan. And I hit that one first, and I was like, oh, he's dissing Budden on this. And then I kind of worked my way backwards through the album. And he just kept saying, darkness, darkness, darkness. And I was like... Let me just get a quick shout-out to Yogg's for being like... He was on it. The the the... He's got the like the quick gun. Like you get that you get that like yo, check this out from Yogg's. It's like 
There's also been I look, times. I look forward to those there's texts. also been times where he's told us it's a classic and it's a dud. Actually, I haven't. I haven't. Let's just be fair. There was there was one time. There was one time. Well, Te- name the time I said classic. Okay, technically Tell you him. didn't say classic. You didn't say classic. I still think that's a great album. It's in a lot of people's top ten. So it, what was that one? It, it was, was the Rick Ross Port of Miami too. Yeah. yeah, not good. Um, good album. <laughs> Very good album. <laughs> listen to it one day. <laughs> yeah, great. Um, you're the king of the one listen disc, by the way. Though. I, you're like you think you're the official no, ice. That's the why. thing is, you're the king of the. I listen to things two, three 11 times. Eleven fifty-two a.m. That's like best album I've ever heard. And we're like, how could you have ever heard it twice? Except I wish I said that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so no, I got it. Yog said, "Darkness, darkness, darkness." I was like, "All right, fine." I listened through a couple times, and I finally got to that record. And you know, my biggest thing is. Stan is, I believe, the best hip-hop record of all time. I just think the storytelling, the beat, the music is perfect. Um, and I think M has better records than that, just in terms of rapping. Yeah, yeah. But this Darkness record, this late in his career, this many times he's been shitted on, and maybe there's a bad album in there. We'll talk about that. For him to do this right now is fucking insane. Like that record at this time with the political climate, with the shootings, with all the bullshit, with everybody piling on him that he sucks as an MC and you just rap you you just rap words, you can't put them together. There's no meaning to what you did. Um, revival was a big fight for him, right? A kamikaze. He was just like, fuck you, I can rap. Here's my words put together. This record was literally just a fucking unbelievable record he double on chandra like no one's ever seen he put it perfectly together and it was just a perfect fucking hip-hop record um it meant more than anything i've heard in a long time and it was just perfect i don't have anything to say about it he fucking killed this it's an amazing track it's amazing it yeah. brings out a lot of emotion um yeah. I, st- I, th- I still think he gets a lot of shit because he's white, which is fucked course, up. Of course. And that's going to no. happen. Uh, I wouldn't Jay- say that's fucked Jay-Z up. If Jay-Z does this. I think this. that's just life. If Jay-Z does this. Holy shit. I, yeah, I just. Yeah, he yeah. gets murdered in one sense, but he turns out to be his biggest album record ever. Um, I don't know what to say, guys. This is. What's, what's your favorite songs on the album besides Dark? Uh, darkness, obviously, is one. I can't get past Darkness. I just think that it means the most. But you have a couple you like. You like the Royce song. Yeah, no, you no. Like- I, I think people are rapping, rapping on this. And as you guys know, for me, like, I like hip hop. Like, I like when we're rapping. Like, you know what I like, though? It doesn't have to be perfect to me. But the thing about Darkness is, and I don't want to, I don't want to move past this because it's so important. Like, M didn't have to make this record. Um, yeah, true. He, he made that freestyle about Trump in the parking garage with Royce. People shitted on it. Um, he's done a lot of this. Um, Toy Soldiers, we'll go back to. That got kind of shitted on. And there was, like, he literally doesn't have to make this record. Nope. Um, and he could have made it blatant about Trump. And he didn't. He literally decided to go fucking rap. And he just, this is the best I don't want to say double entendre because it's used too much, right? This is hip hop. This is, I'm doing these shots of vodka, you know, putting the, the, it's incredible. Like he's just, every verse means two things and it matters. And he fucking killed it. 
Yeah, a lot of respect for for M and a lot of respect for this track. Is it's this is a classic. And but classic. the thing I like is he's back on his like with the best Eminem albums I've had, rap records, and they've also had like radio like hit records that people can play on the radio. You can hear him out and about, and I love that he did that again. The song with Juice World is a smash. Yeah, I mean that's like massive. And I want to say the the darkness, <laughs> the verse in between, like the it's haunting. Yeah. I don't want to be alone. Yeah. It's yeah, just yeah, yeah. haunting. Like Shout out to Royce on that production. That's great. I didn't realize Royce the 5 9 yeah. um, produced that song. So, where you want to get us to, You're Gonna Learn is incredible. And all you out there that are waiting for real hip hop, this next Royce album is going to be the best album you've heard in years. It's not going to be touched. Uh, every good M song you heard on this, he produced. And Royce the 5 9 is rapping better than any rapper you've heard. Period. Don't yeah. don't come out with anybody. He's great on I this album. Hear Two chains. I don't hear Hove. I don't hear anybody. Royce the Five Nine is the best rapper in the game right now. Um, go back and listen to that first verse, and you're gonna learn. Ugh. And just know Ugh. that's your best rapper. Uh, Juice World, amazing. Young Ma was incredible. That song kind of sucked, but mm. she was great. And uh, the Ed no Sheeran song grew on me. I didn't like it at first, but I think that's gonna be a hit too. At Which some one? point, the Ed Sheeran one. Kind of poppy. It reminds me of like I don't like it, like, but uh, just go back to Anderson Pack. He might be the most talented guy in hip hop right now. I agree, but I don't like him. I'm not He's a Pack fan. He's the most talented fan. guy in hip hop right now. He's talented as fuck, no doubt. You I'm just not. Don't love Royce. Can I tell you? Can you tell me why? I bad meets evil. Like back in the day, like I was huge, huge fan. I, I I thought I was a huge Royce fan when I when you told me like check out this Royce track, no one's. I got excited like right now. and I listened to it. No one's. And I was like not him. excited. What? I'm just. I just wasn't. It, it didn't. Do you hear anybody it rapping wasn't, like it this wasn't, guy right now? It wasn't the Royce that I thought I was gonna hear. Like the. the what do you want to? He's rapping. I don't know, man. Who are you I, trying to hear right now? You trying to hear? Kirk no. And I? What are you the trying to hear? Royce that I remember. Spit fire. And you're going to learn, it, it It felt like he was trying to be super witty and like clever. What? And and some of the stuff he said, I was just like, I just was like, okay, Actually, that's cool. Did Black Thought kind of, I think Black Thought was. Uh, but Royce out rap Black Thought on that record. Sorry. I know he did. I just think like. Black, I gotta listen to that. Black Thought might have been the guy on that. <laughs> I gotta listen to that. Well, listen, you're not you're not jumping out on a bridge saying Black Thought might be the best guy on a record. No, no one's getting. Like you're shot not becoming that. like you're not like doing the biggest big deal. Right. Um, wow, but. yeah, 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 was a really good record on this. I like um, that record. Black Thought murdered it, but guys, it's Black Thought. Right, like, we're not. The only person we're putting on that record next to Black Thought is M, right? M might be the better rapper. M is a better rapper, uh, career rapper. Black Thought is one of the best rapper rappers ever. Um, two different kind of things, you ask me, but, you yeah. know. Well, they're here's both the thing I want, they're both we, fire. Here's the thing I want to talk about. We wanted to get into the list of the yeah. top 10 Eminem album. Or, the or top just top Eminem. albums, ranking just from top to bottom. Eminem yeah. albums in order. Right. So me and Yag spent a lot of time on this. 
Um, I can't wait for this. I'm excited. We're going to do this, and then Dennis is going to jump in on the uh, top five songs. So you want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. All right. So the top M albums I have is the Marshall Mathers LP, Eminem Show, Encore, Slim Shady LP, Recovery, Marshall Mathers 2, Kamikaze, Relapse, and Revival. And music, oh, sorry, Slim Shady LP, Music to be Murdered by, then Recovery. <clears throat> That's pretty good. And I like Music to be Murdered by. Is that high? Or and it I, just came out a month ago. I will tell you that if I get more time to sit with it, Music to be Murdered by might move up a lot. I agree with that. The, the three it will not jump is Marshall Mathers LP, Eminem Show, and Encore. I'll it say this. coming at fourth. I, I think, did you add Recovery over Music to be Murdered by or no? I think you did. No, I had it under it. Uh, well, me too, right? So we both agreed on that. I think that it's going to jump recovery. I think it's possible. Yeah, I think give me another month with it, I'll, I'll probably jump I think recovery. it's an incredible album. Now, would you agree with this? If me and you could sit down and remove five albums from that track, it might jump into the top three. 100% agree. If we could clean five if I could clean out the bot, If I could clean it out to the best 12 songs, yep. it, it might be, be his t- best album. It's in the top three. But well, it, it won't. It I don't want to go number one. It can't jump Eminem show Encore or Marshall Mathers LP. It can't. It no. could get over the Slim Shady LP. Yes, it could. Which is which blast, I love. Which is blasphemy, by the way. I know, which I love. It's because that, that's his street rap. That's his like in like this first it's like a great album. It is. It's his first introduction. You guys remember where you were at when you heard the Dr. Dre and him um, from Marsh from the first one Slim Shady LP? Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the story. I used to. I used to be a big reader of the source back then, right? Like I was addicted to it. It was like my favorite, it was like the Bible to me. I used to get it every month. I used to go early to the stupid newsstand store, wait for the guy to get it just so I could have it. I probably have over like a hundred issues like packed away somewhere. Um, And Eminem was one of the unsigned hype guys. He was like the new, he was, you know, when they used to do unsigned hype, you know, the up and coming rappers and all that. Eminem was there. That's how I first heard of him. And then he used to be on these like, underground like records a lot like he would be on these like lyricist lounge type yeah, things yeah. and like all that stuff and i was like man this guy's like spitting everyone was like dre was insightful enough to sign him and get him on that and everyone was like oh shit he signed a dre but i never thought like he was like that kind of rapper so when i heard that song on, on slim the, the, the dre song i was like this guy's gonna be out that's here. where you are when you heard uh guilty conscience where was i at Probably in a food hall somewhere. Like, no, I mean, did it? Did it? That hit you? Was that? Like we were in college, so. No, I'm just asking you. Like, was um, I think was de- my name is bigger than Guilty Conscience? Like, the Guilty Conscience. No, my like, name is was bigger. Were you like, holy shit? My name is was way bigger. Yeah. But uh, Guilty Conscience hit my guilty, friends. Guilty, Guilty Conscience. Was- we we well, just we hid this shit in our room. Like, we could not. Hear, we couldn't let our moms hear it. Like guilty conscience was nuts. Yeah. Well, see, you're younger than us, so that I was in. We could freely hear I our music. I was in eighth grade when guilty conscience came out. I was in college. We had an actual tape. We put. You couldn't have thing. been in eighth grade. That makes no sense. Eighth grade. I was in college. I'm not that much older than you. I'm 37. I'm 42. Yeah. I'm five years before you. Five years is not eighth grade to college is not five years. Eighth is grade. It? Eighth grade. The Slim Shady LP came out. That's right, because high school is four years. Yeah. No, I had the. I had the tape. We went Jesus in. Christ. My parents were like, "What are you listening to?" I said, "Nothing." 
We put it in. And the biggest one, obviously, was my name. You got to respect us on this pod. what changed my friend, my my name didn't change. I hated my my name. It didn't change my friend's thing. What changed with my friends was 100% Guilty Conscious 97 Bonnie and Clyde. We heard 97 Bonnie and Clyde. We were like, what the fuck? Guilty Conscious was dope. My name is, I was like, I was like, really, this is what everyone's going nuts over. But like Guilty Conscious. I was like, this is this is this is hot shit. Yeah, yeah. You gotta respect us as elders a little more. We're like, we were we were like adults when we heard all this shit. <laughs> and then, you know, the thing that we don't give enough credit to on that album when we rank the albums is Rock Bottom and Bad Meets Evil. Well, let's do like this. That, those two records yeah. were so ahead of their time. Yeah, I mean, Bad Meets Evil, Royce and M came out in 2011 as a record like that track happened in 98 yeah like that solidified it and the beef with them led to d12 and all those other shits yeah like we don't give enough credit to that and most importantly we're never gonna give enough credit to fucking um 97 body and clock yeah like M wrote the story of killing his wife. Well, <laughs> okay. I'm a, that shit was nasty. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a quick exercise, like that, though, right? By the way. Well, it was um, a fucking great rap. Well, the, I'm gonna give you a quick exercise because my list is pretty similar to yours. I mean, Mar- I have Marshall Mathers, Eminem show, Slim Shady, Marshall Mathers LP two, which I like a lot. Encore, Recovery, Music to Be Murdered by, Kamikaze, Relapse, Revival. But I want to ask you something. You have to go on a desert island, right? So this doesn't mean the best album. <laughs> You're going on a desert island. You have to take one of these Eminem albums with you. Ooh. Only one. Which Enc- one? Which one you bring in? Encore. Damn. Are you, yeah. We went through it. Encore is amazing. Encore is an amazing Dennis, fucking album. Dennis. I think Eminem. I mean Eminem show. Eminem show is. You got to carry one album to the uh, desert island. I'm taking Encore. I'm taking Mar- Marshall Mathers LP, even it's the best, and but it's also my favorite. But on but um, Eminem shows up there too. Not Marshall Mathers, and it's probably Eminem show. It's not Martha Mathers LP for me. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, but again, I, I, I'm the wrong person to ask this question. I'm, no, I'm but it's your favorite. No, it's, it's an fine. opinion. Yeah, but it's good to like, at least know your favorite Eminem yeah, album. Yeah, that's yeah. that's most something. importantly to wrap this up. Top five Eminem songs. All right. Mine are similar to yours. It's going to be crazy. You I can't first. believe it. You go first. Stan, The Way I Am, Square Dance, Till I Collapse, which you just convinced me about, and Darkness. My top five are Stan, The Way I Am, Square Dance, Till I Collapse, and Darkness. <laughs> 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 they really are. Yeah, that's so wild. Think about this though. You're that right. That makes bad music. M in 2020. He's been around since what? 97, 98, or t- 2000 when he was a star. In 2020, Eminem released one of his top five Let's best be songs really ever. Clear. That's wild to Stan me. Stan is the best hip hop song, talking story song of all time. Like, There's been a lot of great story songs in hip hop. There's been a lot of great. The way M tells that story over the beat and the truth that's behind it. It's fucking incredible. And it's incredible to me because we've got a lot of hip hop songs over um, Phil Collins uh, in the air of the night, which would all always be my first, like 
Meek Mill killed that shit. Like yeah. I was just like, that's incredible music. Yeah. I wish that and song that's got a more great play. beat, and you can just tell a great story of it. M murdered it, and M murdered to the fact that his second version of Stan on the uh, Marshall Mathers LP two is better than anything that's ever happened. Like he just can get on a beat and you know, the one thing that didn't make it on here and which would be my five is deja vu. And I told him this, um, I was dating this girl and she listened to deja vu and she was like, and it comes off revival, which is his most readily fucked album. Everybody says it's trash. It's terrible. And there's 30 songs on it or 50 songs. I don't know. They all suck. It's the last on my list. But Deja Vu's <laughs> on there. And the girl I was dating was like, she looked at me and was like, how in the fuck does he get that beat and just tell a completely true story over it without forcing any words, any stories? Like, it's just perfect. Like, he's just saying, like, I was fucked up, took all these drugs. My daughters were affected. I almost died. I was looking at my daughter's face while I was dying. It was all terrible. And this is how I made it back. And like, he is the storyteller of our generation. Like he is our KRS one. He's our, I mean, looking back, like who is he? Who was, who was the storyteller of the eighties? Like who was, who was the guy that told the best 80s? stories? Yeah. Most deaf told some ridiculous stories, but not these stories. No, not no, personal. No, no, like no. Most I mean, he's told stories about the environment, right? Yeah, Hove yeah, yeah, told yeah, yeah. Amazing stories about the environment. Hove told the story about shooting his brother in the shoulder right, right. and running around with the hot Glock in his waist, and that's a mate. Like that makes Hove the next level. Like that was incredible. The Stan story is true. Like he literally had somebody talking to him about this shit about killing his girl because he wasn't writing him back and all this shit. Like M has told all these stories that are just real over amazing beats. And he just put the words together perfectly. Like yeah. we don't, we haven't had anybody like that. I, 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 we've had great storytellers, but M is on another level with these, with Stan He's and perfect. darkness. He's on another level that we may not, well, the we one may we talk about earlier. We may not um, see again. Uh, what was the one with Eminem? Eminem, Marshmallow LP two, uh, with the kid from uh, oh headlights, yeah, yeah, uh, the, headlights. the Nate Ruiz song about yeah, the Nate Ruiz, whatever that guy's name is. I mean, we're going back to his cleaning out the closet. Yeah, yeah. God, no, he cleaning out his closet was. He's a guy. He's a guy. That shouldn't he, have been a record. Yeah, no, he's he's a guy that's used his personal like experiences in his music better than just about anybody. Like yeah. it's, it's not just about like where he's from. It's about things he's gone through yeah. relationships. He's had people and to put it over a beat while spoken and make it like a dope yeah. pop song is nuts. It is because I think one thing that why that's important is because a lot of people kind of put Eminem in that like category of being like overboard where he goes, you know, he's had his moments on his like, you know, early part of his career where he's been more about like, you know, extravagant comments, you know, crazy things. I'm going to kill Kim, all that kind of like all but those it was things. All true. It, was all it is, but he was great at that too. But people kind of underestimate his just ability to make a regular song about yeah. a regular subject. You know, I just and wish he did a lot more of that. And, and a lot less of the other well, some, I think I that, know, some other shitty I think the step yeah. that no one looks at and is now is everybody's killing him because even if this new thing came out and he's putting a lot of fucking words into a song right he's just he's showing us he can rap 
And a lot of people come back and like, we know you can rap, give us content, whatever. And I think if you look back at this shit, and I think Rap God kind of was the cutting point, right? Rap God was nuts. Like when he just decided he was going to put 10,000 syllables into a beat and make it work. But like he flipped that and came back with darkness. And it's just like, you know what? He's better than all of you at this. Yeah. Like, listen, I'm a huge fucking red man fan. If you put a gun in my head, red man is top five. Like if you really want to talk to me about hip hop, but I don't think Redman can do Stan or Darkness. I just don't think he can. No, Redman wasn't Red a good Man, story guy. I think Redman can absolutely rap. Like if you, if you tell Red, me Redman's in that rap on that category. Beat, no, you could give him both those beats and say rap. He's gonna kill it. Redman's in that black thought category. He's a rapper's rapper. He raps, does all that. Although Redman probably think, made up better songs. I think black Eminem thought, and Jay Z are the top two in being able to tell a story within a beat, within a rap. I mean. You go back and look at some of Jay's best shit, the storytelling shit. Like those two are one and two. I don't care. Yeah, I think Biggie's a great storyteller too. By the way, but yeah, yeah. Hov? big, no big. He's great big, too. He didn't Big's have enough one time. Of the best. Yeah, he didn't have time. If M could have, if sadly, if Big could have made time. three more records, maybe we're in a different. Yeah, well, but I mean, guess what? Take what Diddy did on No Way Out which a lot of people say those were big records, right? right? Yeah. So say he did those, maybe it's a different story, but I don't think he's in the conversation. Well, I just, meant storytelling. Just because I, of shortness. I just meant storytelling. I didn't mean overall rap. Pac because. gets it because we got those Pac records. Yo, Pac doesn't tell stories, though. Yeah, Pac. I meant like storytelling. To live and die in LA? That's not a story. Uh, that's, a, that's a song about it. What's the story there? Wait, to live and die in LA is a story song? Or one, of the, or what? one of the best. Uh, no, it's a great song. It's storytelling records are at that, that whole album though. Um, Machiavelli theory was a storytelling record. The story in the live and die in LA is waking up and cruising around LA and fucking like no, no, no. being just, happy about the weather. No, and shit. no just think of to live and die, just think of the Machiavelli theory. That whole album. Was I had that album, but to live and die in LA is not a story. I had to no, put think that about that record. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Like, we gotta we gotta end I, this I show. I love Pac, but yeah, he's another one that I. Uh, right, for a future pod, back. future pod, yeah, Dennis. Yeah, it's, it's, it's All right, we, we did we just give Eminem the roses while he's still alive? So that's nice. We need to. That's yeah, nice. we did. That so that's nice. great. We, did, uh, we, we don't just, know how long we're gonna have. We're gonna do that a lot. Say this. He did it at the uh, Oscars. What was it? No, the uh, yeah, the Oscars, Oscars last night. Yeah, he did. That song was incredible. Yeah, it's um, a famous hit, biggest hit, and it wasn't a bad song. Yep. So I mean, all right. Some people had some shitty. Great songs. Yeah. That was up yeah. there. All right, Jeff, close us out here. Tell us tell us the people that we have to look forward to. We have the Luke Capetta show. We have this is gonna be a more permanent podcast. We're gonna get it, our name sorted out, but right now we're a pod exclusive. We're talking about music, pop culture, a lot of just general things. It's gonna be, you know, great. Give us all the feedback you can. Yeah, we uh, figured out um, R&B records from the last decade. We're gonna talk about that. Yeah, we'll do an R&B episode soon. We got a bunch this of things in the tuck. Just focused on music but it's going to be really generated by that um yeah it won't really be focused no on it music. is it, it's it's more anything music. anything we want to talk about the yeah but it's all it's all starts with the music yeah, and starts. we can branch off but it's this is just about music right right and we want to make sure that it's all covered so um other than hip-hop dennis what are you listening to right now well I was, yeah so we carnival carnival season 2020 is 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 uh is coming up and um i'm i'm 
Look, everybody, I'm curating your uh, Carnival Season 2020 playlist right now. And uh, so sometime nice. in the future, we're going to go over and and, um, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. Nice. Can't wait for that. And I'm um, right now listening to Blink-182-9. Um, incredibly, they came back and made it a great album. And uh, I was surprised by it. I've been working out to it, and it's really fucking dope. Nice. I was really su- surprised that they made a great album. That's nice. I love Travis Barker, too. He's so fucking talented. Oh, and I forgot this real quick to close out. Uh, when Desires. Desires is <laughs> the best song to come out in ages. But when I was talking about my songs, I forgot. There's a Halsey song called 3 a.m. on her new album. It's Incredible. fucking fire. <laughs> it's, Holy shit. Oh, that song is so good. Actually, I got to hear that album again more properly. Yeah, so you, it's all about- you guys, this is, this is, you're going to be surprised about this, but... Uh, Go to here. I got. I got in my my recent. Oh yeah, the Halsey. I got it. Yeah, it's, Halsey's such a great singer, bro. Right. She's so good. It's so crazy. Yeah. This is not yeah. music that I would expect myself to be listening. I think to, she's from your hood too. She's from Jersey. She's from. Really? Uh, I think she's from somewhere down where you're from. But okay. Whatever. But all, all right, right, guys. So we're gonna we, leave you with. Yeah. The... <laughs> Go listen to Rice. Yeah. Listen to Rice. All right, guys. We'll check you out next time. Have a good one. As Luke Capetta would say, peace. <laughs> <laughs>